0: Welcome back to the Cody cast. Today I'm joined by the enigmatic. Thank God that's how you say it. That's (laughs) a big word. (laughs) Too big for a Friday morning, to be honest. Definitely. Uh, Rosie Chong. So you might have actually seen her on LinkedIn. She's a little bit of a celebrity now. So she is. Look, she's all over my feed with her amazing (laughs) video posts and uh, I know firsthand it's really hard to put yourself out there on LinkedIn uh, or on any social platform, so I'm excited to talk to you about your experience uh, getting active on that platform. But uh, today we're actually going to be talking all about personal branding, so I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on the topic because you work really closely with our clients to get themselves out there and really grow their personal brand, grow their business's brand and get leads, which is very exciting. So before you joined us at Cody, you actually worked at News Corp. So you're on the front line managing accounts in the sales team. So you've come uh, into Cody and you're an Absolute gun, oh, and that's stop
1: <laughs> flattering me. I can't. <laughs> you're too too kind, Lisa. <laughs> that's
0: no word of a lie. So I'm really excited to learn a little bit more about your background and hopefully uh, how you're enjoying Cody. <laughs> 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 but welcome to the show, Rosie. Thank, Thank you. Yay.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. It's my my podcast debut. I've Never
0: been on one. I don't know if I understand the sound of my own voice, but we're just going to see how we go. Excellent. Well, and I think Wolfie wants to say hello to you as well. So <laughs> Wolfie, um, for those who don't know, uh, she's my um, dog and she's the chief uh, morale officer at Cody. So she, I think, needs to get her own episode <laughs> <one time. laughs> uh, So firstly... Um, Look, I have to say, when I started posting on LinkedIn, it was quite a daunting experience and it's certainly not for everyone, especially video content because you really are putting yourself out there. But can you tell me a little bit about your experience because when you came to Cody, I was pretty much like try and annoy everyone i'm like you should get active <laughs> on linkedin it's the best platform ever and you've been posting really consistently and a lot of video content so how did you find that experience like getting active on linkedin yeah so prior to starting here i did not really tolerate linkedin at all i i had
1: it i had curated a nice profile but as i th- i saw it basically just as a digital resume so when i started here and i saw how active you were and you were literally just all over my new seat <laughs> before i even applied for the job which is ridiculous. Um, um, you you pushed me pretty hard to do it because essentially you wanted to raise me as a baby Lisa um, and just get yeah. my <laughs> face out there, which was something I realised as an outgoing and as a Leo, so I'm very very outgoing, confident person. Um, it was something I was really excited to do. So I've been posting, I've been trying to average about two videos a week and I've done that for the last maybe month and a half and I've really enjoyed it. The first one was terrifying. I had no idea what I was doing and I think the, the second video I posted, which was just by myself went crazy it was 3000 plus views and I was like what is going on who are all these strangers and since then it's just really boosted my confidence it's helped me a lot with work as well pitching to clients and being um, just on the front and constantly meeting different people but I've absolutely loved it I found people actually see me and come to me for advice now because I think I'm a bit of an expert which is uh, you know i fooled them I'm still still always learning
0: and doing my best but it's been a really fun experience that's fantastic and uh, like can i ask you like what was it like posting that first video because i remember posting one and i just thought literally no one's gonna even watch this and i remember going hey guys i'd love to hear your comments and of course like literally no one (laughs) 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 i know i still do it at the end of every video i'm like
1: oh you know leave a comment in in below like a youtuber does and i was like i don't have a million (laughs) subscribers i've got like three friends um the first one was terrifying so you and I managed to film a video together because I pestered you a little bit and being like hi can I please borrow you <laughs> um because I just needed the the moral support and after posting that and realising that people are actually quite forgiving on the platform as opposed to maybe, you know, influencers have a, a huge platform on, and that's not a word, a bigger platform on Instagram, um, people are just really supportive and really, you know, want to see you doing well and, and tell you congratulations or like, this is awesome. And the first one was definitely the scariest and since then it's become a bit of second nature. Um, so the first one was definitely terrifying, but it had really good responses and people were really, really supportive. I had, you know, high school teachers liking it and my boyfriend supporting it and the entire Cody team. Um, so it's really nice to have people really rallying behind and help me boost my confidence with wanting to keep posting.
0: Yeah. The interesting thing about LinkedIn is I find it's a really positive platform. So look at say maybe something like an Instagram and it's a little bit more negative. There's a lot of trolls where I feel like on the whole, LinkedIn people are, are pretty good, like the community is pretty wholesome. It, it is. And I feel like people, well, there are some creepy, <laughs> creepy men out there oh, that slide ha- into DMs. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. Yes. Uh, the creeps of LinkedIn. Yes. Rosie like and Lisa. <laughs> I feel like that's a whole, like you literally just have shows and episodes on all the crazy messages you, you receive. But on the topic of messages, I know that um, a lot of people use LinkedIn for message outreach to try and generate leads. Mm-hmm. So do you have some tips and on some do's and don'ts for that? Oh definitely, Um, I'll I'll definitely start with
1: the don'ts because I've had quite a few of people actually reach out to me with things I think that's not great so the first one is definitely don't reach out to them and ask them to like all of your posts and make sure they're following your content and you know thumbing up your skills I had someone the other day say hi I've thumbed up all of your your skills can you do the same for me now it's like that's the last thing I'm gonna do so definitely be a little bit more authentic and don't be so needy I guess Um, if you're willing to start a more genuine conversation I definitely think that's a big do Um, what I like to do if I'm reaching out to someone especially someone I might not have mutual connections with is i'll spend some time on their profile maybe looking at where they've worked or if they've posted recently and then i'll make a comment on that when i'm sending a message for example you know hi joe absolutely loved your post on your digital marketing analysis would you know i find it really interesting that you talked about this um would also love to be in touch blah 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 um so i think that's a really good thing is keeping it a little bit shorter and um being really authentic and make it personal i also had someone else who sent me a message and... They were originally trying to um, get me to help them find jobs for their company, and then were trying to tell me, okay, well, you need to fix this, because I had seen that they'd spelled my name wrong, they hadn't used proper grammar, and for me, that's a big don't as well. When I'm sending out a message to, whether it's a friend or, you know, back in the day with recruiters, or maybe someone that's a CEO or a CMO, someone who's quite senior, I definitely make sure I invest the time to spell their name correctly, use the right capitalization of sentences, just even basic grammar so I think the way that you convey yourself even in a short message
0: is so so important. Oh fantastic yeah look those are great tips I mean I think even just the basics of getting the name right like the number of times I've received hi Joe," I'm like I think you've got the (laughs) wrong person (laughs) that's literally not my name I know we're close to it so those are fantastic (laughs) tips and I love what you said about you know being authentic and making sure that it's really genuine so you do your research you make sure that you're trying to you know see if there's any sort of common ground because at the end of the day you just don't want to send out something that is too salesy and I mm. think a lot of people are so quick to want to ask for something from you mm-hmm. but they're not wanting to give value or see how they can offer you value so I think that's definitely yeah. something I think it, the biggest do. thing is building
1: a relationship first because most of these people you're, you're probably reaching out to cold you probably don't know them personally Even if you have a mutual connection, this other person might not actually know you face-to-face or even, you know, video call to video call. So I think it's important to spend a bit of time investing in forming a relationship, forming that connection before you then go on with the sales pitch. And even if you have a sales pitch, like you were saying, Lisa, don't be too cold and salesy because no one likes that. Like you and I work in sales, but it's very much, you know, we put charisma and relationships and putting that passion first.
0: And then we can sort of talk about, oh, maybe we could work together. Exactly right. And I find that when you're posting content and then when you reach out to people, it's almost like they feel like they know you. So Definitely. So that's one of the benefits. And, you know, I know that both you and I, like, we're pretty uh, – I would say that we're very authentic on mm-hmm. the platform and we don't try and be, some like, someone that we're not. And that's always really challenging, I think, on LinkedIn because people – perceive it to be well it is a professional networking platform but you feel like you need to maybe be super professional Mm -hmm. and almost have no personality whereas i feel like it actually is a strength if you're willing to show your personality because at the end of the day we're all humans So, although you're trying to work with businesses, it's still just made up of of a whole lot of people. So, people connect with people. So, if you're just a boring corporate robot, which I definitely was, (laughs) (laughs) so did my career, uh, you know, I I don't feel like people gravitate towards you as much.
1: Yeah, I think people really are attracted to positive, fun, authentic, genuine people. For me, what I realised, you know, when I was still in uni and trying to find jobs or start going into internships, I was very fixated. Excited on wanting to be professional, corporate, not step out of foot foot out of line, and now in the last year, having been a bit more active on LinkedIn in the last couple of months as well, and even just seeing how the app has transitioned, a lot more people are willing to be a little bit more real, a bit more authentic, and I think COVID had a big part in that as well. That a lot of people were working at home and you know in their pajamas and Ugg boots, and sure they're running a multi-million dollar company, or maybe they're you know someone who used to be a bartender and at the end of the day we're all the same people and so that's what LinkedIn has become which I think is really great.
0: Yeah absolutely and uh, speaking of authentic uh, authenticity that's not a word <laughs> authenticity uh, I've actually been very um, open about like mental health challenges yes. and I find that those kind of posts have actually worked uh, I don't say work well because that's not it, but I think people have connected the most with mm-hmm. those. Like when I talk about the struggles of being an introvert or just, you know, dealing with stress and anxiety. So do you, like, w- I guess what words of encouragement do you have for people who are maybe a bit scared to show their vulnerable side? Mm-hmm. I can
1: definitely concur with that. I posted a video a couple of weeks ago talking about my own um, struggle with the stress and mental health and anxiety and managing all of that. So I think if I was to give advice I'd probably just say you know take take the time to realize that you're not alone and that it is okay to actually share your story and that it actually helps a lot of other people what I've found is uh you know not even in LinkedIn even with sharing it on Instagram or Facebook if I've seen other influencers or celebrities who are a little bit more raw I realized that uh oh I'm not alone you know with this struggle of stress or feeling overworked or anxiety so I think it's feel feel not confident in this or comfortable I guess knowing that there's a whole sea of people that also feel the exact same and that it's actually okay to be a little bit more vulnerable and it adds a lot more realness to your profile and your personal branding and I think a little it almost for me I respect people a lot more if they're willing to share that kind of story and look it doesn't have to be everything you share with your therapist you know you can keep things to yourself but just even being able to feel confident and open up they're like yes I struggle with anxiety doesn't make you weak. It actually makes you stronger, and a lot of people will really respect that. I think.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And actually, so at Cody Agency, we do LinkedIn management, and I was talking to one of our clients, Harry Karafalakis. If you don't follow him on LinkedIn, definitely give him a follow. He's fantastic. But he was, uh, we're we'll talking about his first video he ever mm-hmm. posted, and he was really nervous to post it. And I just look back at that video and I just smile because he's just so cute. And he's just (laughs) so real. And he was talking about how that's the video that everyone remembers. That was his first ever video he posted on LinkedIn. And he said he was so nervous. And everyone just was super encouraging. And he says people still come up to him today and tell him about, you know, good on you for doing that video. They saw that video. So – and he's in construction, which is like a really – you know, I feel like it's one of those industries where you feel like you got to be like an alpha and mm-hmm. like a tough guy, and and I just thought, good on you for showing that vulnerable side because you're going to inspire a lot of people in your industry that it's okay if you you don't you, know, you don't have to have it <laughs> together, you don't need to be. Can you swear on this? Maybe. Fix <laughs> that up, please. <laughs> um, you don't have to have everything together. Like, you can show that we're all just humans at the end of the day and we all struggle. Like, I'm struggling most days. Oh, yeah.
1: You and me both. But on <laughs> the outside, it's like, oh, look, I'm I'm put together and it's just great. And internally, it's like, what is going on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> internally, I'm like that duck
0: underwater. I'm just forever just running. Just uh, a constant hot mess, you and I. Oh, <laughs> uh, exactly. Exactly. I'm not even hot. I'm just a mess. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, okay. So, you know, I think... Um, in terms of LinkedIn, there's just no better way to get your brand out there, from, a, especially from a B2B perspective. Mm, definitely. Uh, the interesting thing I find about LinkedIn, though, is that there's about 740 million users on the platform, but barely anyone is posting. I know. It's crazy. It's like a massive opportunity. So what, what message do you have for the people out there who are just sitting back, listening to this podcast, and not getting active?
1: I think that there's a motivational message to uh, them (laughs) this is all I'm here for is just giving (laughs) advice I don't know if I'm qualified for this but sure so if you're listening to this please take it with a grain of salt (laughs) um I think it's a a two percent of people uh, out of that 740 million that are posting and less than that are even posting video so if I think it's really important for business owners c-suite you know you don't have to be you know someone running a multi-million dollar company you could just be someone starting out a business you don't even have to be starting a business you can be any any person that you know, whatever you want to talk about. I think feel confident in posting it because it's going to help you get your face out there. It's going to help you get your brand out there, and people are going to realize and get to know you a little bit better like, oh, I associate this person with, you know, this kind of thought leadership or XY brand, which whatever it is that you're talking about. If you're not posting, you're not getting your face out there, you're just missing the opportunity. So I think it's a really strong place to be playing in to help you inspire others, you can connect with others, it really just helps you submit uh, your, your personal branding as well, whether you're talking about, you know, hospitality, whether you're talking about construction, whether you're talking about digital media, whatever it is, if you're not giving it a go, well then you'll literally just going to be sitting there and no one's going to know you so it's a great way to help people really understand and get to know you better if you don't have a chance to meet them a conversation we were having a couple of weeks ago Lisa, was that you know if a video gets a thousand views that's a thousand people you could have sat and have a 30 minute coffee with but instead you've put your face and your message in front of a thousand people and it's a lot more um that's a lot easier and a lot less effort um to be able to do that and it's ridiculous how far the reach is organically on a platform at
0: the moment and look if you're not doing it you're missing out exactly so focus on the things that that can go right question i don't know no that was great (laughs) very motivational and you know focus (laughs) on the things that can go right as opposed to you know, things that might not even happen. I think that stops a lot of people. But yep. absolutely what you were saying about the efficiency, couldn't agree with more. And I always describe LinkedIn as like a boardroom without borders. Um, I'm trademarking that LinkedIn, so don't steal that <laughs> for your tagline. <laughs> uh, but yes, great tips on LinkedIn. So hopefully that will encourage um, some more people out there to to uh, jump on and get posting. And if anyone has any questions or wants tips, definitely uh, – reach out to Rosie. She's she's fantastic. Follow me on LinkedIn. Yep, go follow on LinkedIn <laughs> and engage with her content. Uh she's great. Uh so we're going to move on to our next segment which is Trend Watch. Ooh. Ooh. I feel like we need like a Trend Watch opener, guys. Like Trendwatch. some sort of Yeah, Trend Watch. Trend oh, like <laughs> that's, that's definitely not going to be it. I don't think that's going to work. It's make not going to be me singing it. That was horrendous. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> trend Watch. <laughs> I didn't even practice that. <laughs> So coordinated. I love it. Uh, We are literally the same person. It's sad.
0: (laughs) No, I feel bad for you. It's like all really not good things to look forward to as you get older. Oh, no, I think so. (laughs) We're doing pretty good. Uh, So in this segment, we look at the latest trends and brands to watch out for. So I always make this joke and I don't think anyone finds it funny, but I always say um, I ask my guests to highlight a brand or content creator other than myself. (laughs) <laughs> I think everyone's like I the sad thing is you. is that
1: when I was looking at these questions and preparing for today's podcast I thought oh Lisa's really good at branding <laughs> 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 you brainwashed me <laughs> it's all working you're uh, actually the only LinkedIn influencer that exists no one else yes.
0: <laughs> uh, absolutely everybody no <laughs> uh, so so do you have a brand or content creator that you really admire and why like and it could be on any platform I had two for this. So I was having a bit of a think and I'm a big fan of LinkedIn.
1: I'm a big fan of TikTok. And so I really – oh, I'm getting licked by a dog. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not the worst thing to happen. Um, so in terms of LinkedIn, um, there's someone that I connected with a few months ago called Doc- – oh, I don't want to butcher this – Dr. Eric C S- U. and he is – he's got about 7,000 followers, I think. And he's based in Malaysia and he is – Uh, You know, given his name, he is uh, a surgeon, he's a medical doctor. He is also a uni lecturer and just a whole bunch of different things. So, like, his profile is all about educating connecting with people but also just really dry humor and I find it really interesting that someone of such a high professional manner you know doctors and surgeons are regarded as quite professional quite put together quite refined and he is just commenting some savage things (laughs) on other people's posts and I love it he he's like being authentically himself even though that he you know he's got a pretty strong platform and he's doing a lot of lectures and fun things um but he's also just really enjoyable to to engage with and you know just some of the comments he puts are just so dry such dry humor and I was like so 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 much respect for him and that's the kind of person I think does really well on LinkedIn as a you know a industry leader a thought leader um an influencer if you want to call them that in terms of more of a brand um on tiktok i've talked about this so many times but ryan air which is a, for those who don't know is a, a ch- pretty cheap european airline and given 2020 and people couldn't travel with lockdown and covid you would have thought that airlines would not be going anywhere but on TikTok, I was looking at this um, last night as well in prep for this. They have just over half a million followers on TikTok and their videos are hilarious. And I've seen a lot of comments of people saying because the brand's been so funny, so on trend, keeping up with different TikTok video trends or just um, being quite funny on the app, that they now have a lot more respect and a lot more connection with that brand that they're willing to, you know, when we are allowed to travel again, that they're actually going to want to fly with them now. And I think it's so, f- so interesting that they can – Take the piss on themselves. I don't know if I can say that. Uh, we can believe that, sure. <laughs> um, but you know, make a make a joke of themselves and it still be really funny and really relatable. And I think they've done a really strong job in um, a climate where airlines aren't really doing much at all because tourism doesn't exist right now. Uh, I'm a big big fan to see how they keep going. And I think a lot of brands on the app have really been trying to emulate that and really copy that because they've just been a big leader in uh, how brands are doing it right organically on TikTok.
0: Yeah, and look, TikTok's a a huge one and I feel like not a lot of brands are using it well. And you got actually got me onto Ryanair, and they're just so quick to jump on the trending sounds or the actual trends. So it's crazy. They do it so fast. Exactly. I, th- I think what a lot of brands do wrong on TikTok. This is
1: now a TikTok episode. <laughs> um, I could talk about TikTok for days. Um, a lot of brands are really slow to get on trends. Whether it's you know a, a sort of commentary video that's a little bit funny or humorous, um, or even just using a trending sound. A lot of them do it like a month later, which is a a huge no-no for TikTok. Viral things and trends happen, you know, within a week and then it's gone. Um, so I think what Ryanair do really well is that they're very, very, keep, very quick, keeping their
0: finger on mm-hmm. the pulse sort of thing. Fantastic. So go and give... The Savage Surgeon. I want to call him like the Savage Surgeon. <laughs> a follow. <laughs> we'll put his link in. Yeah, the, I'm trying to uh, uh, in the show his notes. His Last name is
1: spelled S I E W. So Dr. Eric Sue. Sue. Yeah. But Dr. yeah, I also relate to him because I'm I'm half Chinese Malay and he's Malaysian as well. Ah. And it's I don't know some something that I feel connected with as well personally. But he's he's great and has great content. So definitely check him a follow.
0: Excellent. We'll put his uh, hand handle in the show notes and definitely go and check out Ryan Air on TikTok as well. So for thanks sure. for those, Rosie. So moving on to the next segment. We have the Things I've Learned Social Hacks <laughs> Tips and Tricks segment. I feel like we need a little la 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 opener for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a chat to the team because they're probably not going to like that. They might just they think of us straight over that <laughs> <laughs> just bleep us out that's fine <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like oh, i'm sorry your episode didn't record how unfortunate oh no <laughs> uh so you obviously um have been with us at cody for a few months now which i'm sure oh god that's absolutely flown by i know it's <laughs> gone so fast so what are the, your top three main do's and don'ts you've learned about personal branding Ooh, top three.
1: So let's start with the do's, the positives. Um, definitely be authentic. I think that is the biggest message that I could push out about personal branding. If you're not being your genuine, honest, candid self, then you know you're just being fake, and I don't think people really connect with that. Um, the second do, I really should have prepped this a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, the second one about personal branding. Let me let me have a think. I think it's uh, be willing to take feedback and be willing to get things wrong and admit that um i think people always want to expect that they need to be perfect and sometimes you will get it wrong maybe you'll say the wrong thing um you know maybe what you're saying won't resonate with people and people might give you feedback but that's actually okay and what i've learned the last couple of months is that feedback is actually a good thing if people are putting in the effort then they want to help you and you can take that on board and you know help yourself grow and learn more um and just be better I guess and again that feeds into the authenticity and the realness and everything. The last one is definitely uh, be willing to connect with an audience. I think for me what I've realised is that part of personal branding is not only putting yourself out there and doing that consistently but it's also being able to connect and learn from others. So for me that's commenting on others post and you know getting my own tone of voice out there so people can say oh I'm not just you know this digital marketing person I'm actually a human that's quite quite a mess and you know i i'm i take i take a lot of (laughs) piss out of myself (laughs) again i don't i don't know another phrase right now um i don't take myself too seriously and so i like being able to connect with others who are very similar and you know engage with other people's posts and i think that's a pretty big thing as well you know you can post your own content but if you're not backing it up with you know engaging with others and giving back what they're giving to you with likes or comments or shares or whatever then i don't think you're doing it right
0: Yeah, and I actually just want to quickly jump in there because you know I think not taking yourself seriously doesn't mean you don't take work seriously. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people fall into that trap of going, "Oh, but if I show that I'm got a personality, I want to have fun," people will think I'm not taking work seriously. And it's like I could not take work more seriously. Mm -hmm. Like I love what I do, and I work. I would work all day if I possibly could because I just genuinely love our team. I love digital marketing i love our clients but um you know pretty much everyone who knows me knows that i'm really immature but they would <laughs> hopefully not doubt that i don't work hard so yeah i think it's really important to yes obviously show that you don't take yourself too seriously but also show that yeah, you are passionate about what you do at the same time mm-hmm. sorry i interrupted you <laughs>
1: <laughs> no it's good I, I i definitely agree with you for sure um, in terms of the don'ts of personal branding, I think my biggest one is just being a little bit too controversial and a little bit too rude. There's, an, there's a fine line where you can share your own opinion, you can share a controversial opinion and if you can back it up awesome we were having that chat a couple of weeks ago that sure you can you know make a post and have an opinion that a lot of people might disagree with but if you can back it up then that's fine but if you're just gonna pluck things out of thin air make outrageous claims and just be a little bit rude and a little bit blunt I don't think that's uh, look if you're a rude blunt person that's the personal brand you want go for it but for me what I found is that that just wow hard words ostracizes people and it just offends them and that's not what you want to be doing I think um, something else is not having consistency as well with your your brand image. So something I learned from the LinkedIn master Eric Lim, Eric Sim, Eric Sim. Oh my gosh, I'm a mess this morning. Um, who is? He's got like almost three million LinkedIn followers by now. Um, for where's my train of thought going? Um, <laughs> wow, this is not going well for me. <laughs> Um, sorry. Uh, consistency, personal image. There we go. Um, something that I think you shouldn't be doing is having different bios, different job titles, different images across all different social media apps. It actually quite makes it quite confusing. So if you are, you know, you go by a doctor, you know, try and keep consistently that doctor's going to be in your profile name on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn pinterest whatever you're on um i also found that keeping consistency with the image is really important so if you've got a different profile picture on facebook then instagram then linkedin and you're really trying to curate a professional image it's not going to help at all so it, it can be really confusing and not really help your audience find you you know if you're on say you're doing a clubhouse and clubhouse is a audio only app for those who haven't heard of it before it's um What you can do is you can have your bio and your profile image match everything because then people can go straight from Clubhouse and think, oh, I want to follow this person on LinkedIn. I love the talk that they did today. Um, So I think that's really something to be conscious of. And then my last don't for personal branding is... Uh, I think for me it's a consistency in posting so people really want to trust a brand they want to connect they want to find credibility whether that's a company or whether it's a personal brand in this case obviously talking about personal branding if you're going to post once and then not post anything for five months you're not going to build anything you're not going to build rapport you're not going to build credibility in your own your own personal name so I think making sure that you're keeping up consistency and look if that's once a fortnight uh you know keep that up post every wednesday if you're trying to do it twice a week amazing just make sure you're constantly trying to push yourself to post constantly and consistently and that'll help you build otherwise you're just going to get forgotten about
0: yeah i think that's a really good point it's a great way to keep top of mind but also don't be afraid if your first post or your second post or your third post or your fourth post I'm like running out of where I'm counting, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't go viral or doesn't get traction. Because I think a lot of people just e- expect themselves to – or expect to, expect to post and then blow up on you mm-hmm. know, whatever platform they're on. That just rarely happens. So, you know, I think it's really important that you – Make sure that you're being consistent, like you said, and not give up. Like don't give up too early. Because yep. if I gave up after the first video, which is terrible, <laughs> I'd <be> embarrassed to <laughs> see my first video, then I wouldn't have all the amazing opportunities that I had today. So mm-hmm. definitely a great tips for those. So just to finish up, we have our five, five quick question segment. Questions, questions. <laughs> Maybe we start calling as, like, segment intro people. I
1: know. I should have started my own podcast or, like, gone into radio (laughs) or something or, like, writing
0: jingles for advertisements, obviously. We need Tom from our team to do our little segments. He's got, like, that great radio voice. So Help us out, Tom, please. (laughs) Tom, (laughs) save us. Um, So, just to finish up, I've got five quick questions for you. So, question one. What was the first video you put up on TikTok and why? So
1: I I had to go through and scroll back down to see because I could not remember. Uh, But it was a a travel montage. So I had found uh, when I was getting back onto TikTok, I took a year off the app because it was taking over my life. And when I first got back onto it a couple of months ago, I saw a song that I really liked and that sound kept popping up on different videos. And this was uh back in mid lockdown so really wanted to travel I had to to cancel all my Europe trips or even interstate trips you know um it makes me sound so pretentious I'm so sorry um and so I posted a montage of a trip I'd had a few years before uh using this same sound and put in a few videos from uh, when I'd done a trip when I'd uh graduated from uni and had gone traveling with a friend and so that was the first video and it got like Six hundred views and I thought, wow, I've made it. This is it. And now I've had videos that have had like four views. So I'm <laughs> like, oh okay. <laughs> Interesting.
0: <laughs> but it's like consistency. Yes. Like definitely I'm just I'm not giving up. So good one. Uh I'm just gonna actually just throw a random one in here for oh, you. No. So yeah, you're not gonna <laughs> <so> this one. <laughs> Great. Um, Who's your celebrity crush? I always find this really interesting. This is your chance Ooh. to shoot your shot, actually. Oh, my poor boyfriend. I love him a bit. <laughs> Other than your boyfriend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's great. Uh, go follow him Lock on your Block your ears, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> poor Damien. Oh, celebrity crush. So I'm going to go with... I'm going to go girl crush. Um, absolutely adore... Uh, what's her name? Rachel McAdams and Margot Robbie. Just like powerhouses. They're doing incredible things. I just adore them. I would do anything for them. They uh, oh. I would love to be their best friend. Like, please... I could be their personal assistant whatever you want in terms of male um that's a hard one growing up definitely young leo dicaprio yeah big fan and um probably a fan of ryan reynolds just a couple ryan reynolds and blake lively they are just again i would love to be there child please you know raise me as a puppy whatever you want I don't care I gotta like, <laughs> um, sleep on the floor like please um whatever no Ryan I don't know uh, old school was definitely young Leonardo DiCaprio and my first celebrity crush was Orlando Bloom which is oh, embarrassing loved Orlando weirdly Plains. from like Legla's. Lord of the Rings Lord of the yeah. Rings I'm not a Lord yeah. of the Rings fan but uh big fan of Pirates of the Caribbean yeah but yeah that was like 14 answers okay <laughs>
0: It's that meant to be you? five quick questions. I'm just rambling. <laughs> I'm like, what you mean for? Oh, I don't know if I can do one, and then you've got 14. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. So, what's the funniest, strangest message you received on LinkedIn? And try oh. and keep it clean if possible.
1: I actually, <laughs> so I've got a few. I've got one yeah. where someone decided to share um, the photos of the meal that they had had <laughs> over the long weekend, and it was. Uh, it was was nine or ten photos I'd been sent I was like this is very wholesome but very weird um and they were recommending this restaurant and you know it was somewhere in Glen Waverley in Victoria so go check out this Chinese restaurant look great but um one that I think was a little bit more wholesome was my year 12 history teacher commented on my LinkedIn video and said you belong in Hollywood full stop very serious and I was like wow this is great that is so cute so so sweet and he was you know one of one of my favourite teachers I ever had and I was having this conversation with my boyfriend a couple of weeks ago as well Aww. and it's just, it's so wholesome to think that, you know, years down the track that they're still willing to, you know, be connected or support, so it's, that was definitely, I think, the, the sweetest thing I've had Aww. not so much on the weird side
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's really cute, shout out to your history teacher I love Thanks it. Dr Peterson Oh, Dr Peterson, <laughs> hi Dr Peterson uh, Give us a rating and review Dr Peterson <laughs> I'm shameless. Uh, (laughs) Okay. So what's the funniest or most surprising reaction you've received to content you've posted? Ooh, I've had some,
1: uh, I had someone who asked if I was married. Oh. which was really interesting so they're like oh I absolutely love your content and I was like oh that's so nice and they're like so like what do you do with yourself um are you married um I've then had other people who liked or commented on my post and um being like so like what do you do for work and I was like okay I just you know it's in it's in my bio it's in my LinkedIn history it's in my post digital marketing is what I do so it's just been interesting that people will generically comment or respond and just go completely off off track or just not have put in the effort to sort of look at what you're doing. So
0: it's been been some mixed some mixed reviews. I've had someone say I'd love to lick your feet. But wow! Like comment on my post in public. I'm like, are you serious right now? I haven't <laughs> I haven't tapped into that side of LinkedIn yet. <laughs> thankfully, this isn't only feet, guys. This is like a serious networking <laughs> platform. So um, yeah, so that's not good. Very unhygienic as well. We're now gonna get feet <laughs> comments on the podcast. But <laughs> look, each their own. If you like feet you know all power to you that's um, good for you not yeah. for us yeah well just not on linkedin just maybe don't tell me that <laughs> uh and then just to finish up if you could have invented one product in the market what would it be i had a long think about this question and i i started
1: pretty generic it's like oh tiktok you know it's a simple idea it's so powerful it's boomed in the last year or two but what i realized is the one that i really like and something i enjoy is stories Ah. so stories on whether it's you know it started on snapchat and has just skyrocketed into instagram linkedin facebook and i think it's just the concept Or something that, you know, is only 24 hours when it's posted, it disappears after that. You don't really have to be as serious. And for me, um, I like using stories to be able to just keep up to date with, you know, celebrities or my friends or influencers and things that are a little bit more relaxed. And it's, again, very simple concept, but it's, it's just been exponential in social media platforms. And I think that would definitely be something I would have loved to just thought of like, oh, 24 hours let's just do a quick post we're already doing photos on this app and this app and this app why don't we just make it a little bit quicker so people can share things that are a bit more impromptu and don't necessarily need to be as curated or as edited or filtered um not that i love super edited or curated on instagram or tiktok or anything but i I definitely like the more relaxed nature of a story
0: fantastic well uh look i wish i'd created instagram or facebook or tiktok (laughs) or linkedin oh to be mark zuckerberg (laughs) (laughs) but stories is a great one i I agree i think it means that it's it's actually a good gateway into posting permanent feed content so definitely definitely get on stories if you guys haven't already well that takes us to the end of the show so thank you so much for (laughs) stopping by today rosie really appreciate (laughs) it thank you for having me (laughs) and tolerating my my hot mess on a friday morning no it was great great way to start the uh great way to start the day actually definitely so if you want to give Rosie a follow, you can check her out on LinkedIn. You can check her out on TikTok. You can check her out on Instagram. <laughs> She's across all those platforms. I'm everywhere. Yeah, you're, you're pretty <laughs> much obsessed with social as much as I am, uh, which is great. So um, thank you so much, Rosie. And I look forward to seeing you in the office.
1: <laughs> I will see you in a little, uh, in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> thank <laughs> Thanks.
0: You. Bye.